Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to another episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this Xbox podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's Xbox gaming news, and we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on podcast services around the world, so please subscribe on your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Ukulele and the Impossible Lair, and Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. The games coming out this week are Indivisible, Trine 4 The Nightmare Prince, Atlas, Trine Ultimate Collection, A Winter's Daydream, Stellatum, Draw Stickman Epic 2, Frostpunk Console Edition, Twin Cop, A Knight's Quest, Active Soccer 2019, Debris Infinity, The Bradwell Conspiracy, and Lost Artifacts Time Machine. Now into last week's biggest news stories, we have 8 to cover, and it's a bit of a slow news week. Number 1, Xbox Game Pass and Spotify team up to deliver the ultimate value in gaming and music. Well, Tuttle on Xbox Wire writes, Everyone has a favorite gaming song. Say you've got iconic video game music playing while you're hunting the elusive side quests, or you've got another jam playing to keep you amped while you and your buddies decide where you're going to drop. Either way, listen to what makes your gaming more fun, and we're going to make that even better. Starring today for a limited time only, gamers in the US and UK who join Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, or Xbox Game Pass for PC, for the first time will receive six months of Spotify Premium. With all the benefits of Xbox Live Gold, access to a curated library of over 100 games on console and PC, and millions of songs playable on demand on Spotify, new members will never run out of hits for their gaming playlists. Well, let me point out the biggest deal here, it's only a dollar to upgrade to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate right now. Already an Xbox Live Gold or Game Pass member for console? When you upgrade to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for $1, you convert your prepaid time on Xbox Live Gold or Xbox Game Pass to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate credit, and you get 6 months of Spotify Premium on top of that. It's the best dollar you're going to spend. On a slow news week, I think this is the biggest news story of the week, as it's an incredible, incredible value. 6 months, Spotify Premium, dollar to upgrade to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, the best subscription service in gaming right now in my opinion. Go out there, download it, pay for it, play Gears 5. Number 2. Flight Simulator is Microsoft's power move back into PC gaming. Charlie Hall of Polygon writes, The last version of Microsoft Flight Simulator came out in 2006. Many, myself included, had written the franchise off for dead. Now it's back, due out for PC and Xbox One in 2020, with a sophisticated set of assets pulled directly from satellite imagery on Bing. Earlier this month, I traveled to Seattle for a hands-on demonstration of the new Microsoft Flight Simulator. Later, I sat down with Jorg Newman, head of Microsoft Flight Simulator, to answer the question, why now? Cool, I think there's probably two answers to the question Newman told me. One is more of a corporate answer, Phil got promoted. Phil refers to Phil Spencer, who has been head of Xbox at Microsoft since 2014, but in 2018, there was a bit of restructuring inside Microsoft. Now Spencer reports directly to Microsoft CEO Satya Nadala. That means gaming is more important to the software giant than ever before. As a result, Microsoft decided to plant its flag once again inside the world of PC gaming. Quote, with that promotion comes a totally different view on gaming, Microsoft Newman said. We had Xbox, it's successful, but we want to bring back the PC games that we had the millions of people who loved them. So we restarted Age of Empires, and we restarted Flight. Those were two big pillars to get back into true PC gaming. For anyone who hasn't seen anything on this game, it is breathtakingly beautiful. I've never played one of these, but I am interested in checking it out when it comes out. It's just a good news story to hear how Phil is referencing Phil and Microsoft with their dedication to Xbox and gaming. Bright things ahead. Number 3. Coming soon to Xbox Game Pass for console, Dishonored 2, Fallout New Vegas, World War Z, and more. Megan Spur at Xbox Wire writes, 
on October 3rd, out now, we can play Dishonored 2. October 10th, World War Z and Ukulele. October 17th, Fallout New Vegas via backward compatibility. Felix the Reaper, a day one premiere. And Panzer Dragon Orta via backwards compatibility. More value and games added to your monthly subscription service. I actually can't wait to check out World War Z. I loved Left 4 Dead back in the day and I heard some pretty good things about it. Number four, Bungie will release at least one non-Destiny game by 2025. Matt Kim at IGN writes, the next expansions for Destiny 2 Shadowkeep is out this week and IGN was able to speak with Bungie CEO Pete Parsons about the studio and specifically on its plan to become the one of the best entertainment companies in the world by the year 2025. Destiny 2 Shadowkeep marks a turning point for the Destiny franchise. It is the first major expansion Bungie has released following its split with ex-partner Activision. Quote, you think this is going to be a really big stressor, but it's become a really bright shining spot on our ability to bring products to the marketplace and customers, Parsons tells IGN in an interview. And thanks to that bright shining spot, Parsons says that he and Bungie are already working towards some big goals. Quote, our vision ultimately through 2025 is to become one of the world's best entertainment companies, Parsons says. To do that, Parsons says it needs to start with Destiny. One is we need to begin transforming Destiny. The Destiny that we really believe in, like the thing we think Destiny needs to become, I think you've seen it in the vid doc, like the single evolving world, we needed to focus on that. Parsons told IGN that this is all something Bungie wants to accomplish by 2025, and that there is a pretty specific path for the company. So by 2025, we have a pretty specific path to make sure we transform Destiny and that we have other franchises within the marketplace. The latter is the other part of Bungie's goal to become a greater entertainment company. We need to build our publishing group, but part of our vision is also to become a multi-franchise entertainment company. Bungie announced its interest in developing new properties, especially after announcing outside investments from Chinese game company NetEase, but Bungie says it's also looking for specific kinds of franchises to build. Quote, I think the long-term vision of Bungie would be we have worlds like Destiny that are great places to go and build friendships in, and we begin to introduce new worlds that people care a lot about, Parsons says. It is really exciting to see that Bungie is looking towards developing another franchise or something alongside of Destiny. We all know Bungie being originally famous for Halo and Destiny, it would be really cool to see if they branch out and do more single-player focused games to match alongside their Destiny online service. Number 6. Miss Marvel revealed as Avengers Games' main character, Jordan Ramey at GameSpot writes. Despite the game's title, Marvel's Avengers aren't the stars of the show. As revealed at New York Comic Con 2019, Miss Marvel is the main character of Crystal Dynamics' upcoming game. An optimistic fangirl, the Avengers Kamala Khan is the perfect character for the story we're telling in Marvel's Avengers, Crystal Dynamics creative director and writer Sean Ekog said in a press release. Telling our story of Kamala's coming of age brings a fresh, hopeful perspective to the gameplay experience, and her unique abilities as Miss Marvel make her a character every person can relate to and will want to play. I think Kamala is a perfect fit for a game like this, since she sees the Marvel world the same way we do as fans as players. Miss Marvel's co-creator, G. Willow Wilson, added, Kamala allows us to imagine what we ourselves would do if we suddenly discovered we had superpowers and got to stand alongside our heroes in a time of greatest need. For those unfamiliar, Kamala Khan burst onto the superhero scene in 2013, quickly growing popular for her relatable struggles, quirky humor, and heroic spirit. She's also a comic book icon as Marvel's first openly Muslim hero. Kamala is your everyday teenage girl who loves superheroes and idolizes Charles Danvers, the first Miss Marvel, and current Captain Marvel. After becoming an inhuman with the ability to stretch and grow any part of her body, which she dubs Embingening, Kamala adopts the mantle of Miss Marvel and becomes a costume crime fighter. She teamed up with Spider-Man, the Secret Warriors, and the Avengers. After a confusing reveal for Marvel's Avengers, Crystal Dynamics announced it was changing pretty much everything about the game prior to launch, and that Marvel is closely involved in the process of developing the game. 
The screenshots for this game always look incredible, but I still don't actually know what this game is or what you're going to be doing. I would really love for this game to do a beta so we can all get our hands on it and find out for ourselves. Number 6, Rocket League Dev announces replacement for loot boxes. Matt Purcell at IGN writes, Rocket League developer Cyanix has announced its replacement for random loot boxes. The RNG system that has been the basis of the game's cosmetics and microtransactions will be replaced by blueprints later this year. Announced on the Rocket League blog, crates will be replaced in December by blueprints. As with crates, after playing a match, there's a chance that you'll be awarded a blueprint, but rather than having unseen contents, a blueprint will tell you exactly what it can make. To build a blueprint, you need to spend the credits, a premium in-game currency bought with real cash. In a way, credits work as a direct replacement for keys, but whereas keys were purchased to unlock crates with unknown contents, you'll know exactly what you're getting from blueprints. Essentially, the risk is eliminated from the purchase, although a purchase is still required. Rocket League will also be updated with a new rotating item shop, which sounds similar to the microtransaction store featured in Fortnite. You'll be able to buy specific items from the shop for credits with no blueprints required. I wish more games had microtransactions like this. I hate the risk. I hate the unknown. Just let me buy what I want if I want to buy it. Number 7, Apex Legends Season 3 Battle Pass Release Date Price and Unlocks Austin Goslin at Polygon writes, Apex Legends Season 3 new map may be the big news, but there's also a new and improved Battle Pass arriving today as well. Just like the previous passes, this one has a variety of legendary weapon and character skins as well as other cosmetics. This season Battle Pass will once again come with 100 tiers of unlocks for players to progress through. Each tier will give players a new cosmetic item. The pass includes 5 new legend skins, as well as several weapon skins and new weapon charms, which are accessories you can put on your weapons. The Season 3 Battle Pass will also feature challenges to help players make progress towards their unlocks a bit faster. If last season's Battle Pass was any indication, these challenges will probably include objectives like getting a certain number of kills, or dealing a specific amount of damage with a particular weapon. The Battle Pass can be purchased for 950 Apex coins, around $9.50, from the Apex Legends in-game store. If you aren't quite sure whether or not to buy the Battle Pass, don't worry, you'll still be able to make progress even within the free version. If you decide to buy the Pass, it will unlock challenges from the previous weeks you may have missed, so you can catch up on your progress. Good to see the continued support for Apex Legends, and from what I'm hearing around the internet world, it seems like people are enjoying this way more than the first season, which kind of bombed. And number 8, rumored House of the Dead 1 and 2 remakes officially confirmed. Matt Wales at Eurogamer writes, Sega's classic light game arcade shooters House of the Dead 1 and 2 are officially getting the remake treatment, although it doesn't look like they'll be releasing for a while. News of the remakes first surfaced last month when Polish website Raspolieta, the publisher from Forever Entertainment, which is also overseeing Switch's Panzer Dragoon 1 and 2 remakes, had signed a deal with Sega to bring enhanced versions of House of the Dead 1 and 2 to modern platforms, with Megapixel Studio handling development. Wanted to put this out there if any of you remember or have nostalgia for those old arcade games and Dreamcast games. I certainly did and I liked them. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is going to be a little history lesson on Xbox Game Pass, the best value in gaming, from, from the one and only Wikipedia.org. On February 28th, 2017, Microsoft announced the debut of Xbox Game Pass and made a limited catalog of games available to select members of its Xbox Insider community for testing and feedback. Later in the second quarter of 2017, the service was opened up to players who could subscribe to Xbox Live Gold and then to the general user population. As Xbox Live Gold member subscription is not required for Xbox Game Pass, but it is required for any online multiplayer content the games in the catalog may contain. As part of Microsoft's E3 2017 press conference, Microsoft announced that selected Xbox titles would be made available through a new backwards compatibility feature similar to that in place for Xbox 360 titles. In a later interview with Phil Spencer, he stated that some of the new games could make its way onto Game Pass as well. On January 23, 2018, Microsoft announced an expansion of Xbox Game Pass that would see first-party titles arrive on the catalog day and date with the release of the game. 
Just want to give some context as we all love this service. I can't imagine anyone who doesn't. And man, do I remember that day on January 23rd when they announced first party titles coming to the service. I really do think that was the biggest news stories possibly of that generation as that impact is going to be huge going into next gen. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, I've been playing Destiny 2 Shadowkeep, and I've been really enjoying the grind. Unfortunately, I'm not sure how much it has me hooked. I'm really excited to get in there and do the raid, do some of the raids I might have missed, but man, there's so many games coming out and so many in my backlog I need to play. My name is Brandon Rose, and you can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. I hope you all have a great week, and keep on gaming.